the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here with you. Reminder that following this hour is the male-female hour, as this is Wednesday again. Isn't that amazing? Again. difficult to watch the so-called hearings with regard to January 6th in a committee appointed by by Nancy Pelosi. I think it's unprecedented that they would have such a committee and people be knocked off by the party that's in the majority. So it's a show trial. There are two types of show trials. The most, uh, the most common were where you just knew in advance that uh, somebody was guilty and uh, the Soviets perfected it that's where the term show trial originated then there is a show trial where you protect the guilty and you don't look for any of the truth you have, it, a show trial is a preordained verdict that's what a show trial is this is a show trial the movement of the United States towards becoming like the Soviet Union uh, is real People from the Soviet Union can't believe that they moved to the freest country and are watching their history being somewhat, not yet fully, but somewhat replayed. And if it were up to the Democratic Party, it would be fully replayed. All dissent would be be suppressed. How many hours of uh, video do we have of what actually happened January 6th? Do you have it there? I'm sorry? 14,000 hours are not being released by the United States government, by the Department of Justice. And we're supposed to believe that we know the truth about what happened January 6th. 14,000 hours. I didn't realize it was that much. I thought it was 2,000 hours. fact is, if there was one hour, it, it would be relevant. And, of course, the, 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 uh, the propaganda machines in New York Times, which is all they are. That's all they are. Washington Post, CNN. They're spokespeople for the left. They're, they have they have no other role. It is, it is a phenomenon. So they don't talk to you about what a scandal this is, that we can't actually, the American people cannot see what actually happened that day. And why would that be? Really, uh, this is not uh, in the realm of the rhetorical. Why would it be that the Democratic Party does not want it released. Incidentally, I have an interesting question for you in this regard. If the Republicans were to win the House and the Senate, let's say, which is very possible in the, uh, next year, though they will foment some other crisis in order to stay in power, that's all. That's what they do. But let's say it happens. Will they release the 14,000 hours? 
I assume the answer is yes. However, I believe that they would be destroyed. I believe that the Democrats would destroy the 14,000 hours of evidence before the Republicans could release it. Do you think that that's a fair prognostication? Because that's the way they operate. They're thugs. I can't tell you how difficult it is for me to think of one party as thugs. I have no other term. There are many other terms. By the way, I love the word in Russian for thug. Zhlob. you got to admit it's a great... Nothing like Russian. It's a very colorful language. So that's... That's where we're at. We're not, we're not getting anywhere near the truth about what happened on January 6th. Had a moment of silence for Officer Sicknick. Officer Sicknick may well deserve a moment of silence, but he wasn't killed during the riot, as reported over and over by the New York Times, killed by somebody wielding a, a fire extinguisher. Turns out he was not hit by a fire extinguisher. Or if he was, it had no effect on his health in terms of being injured. We live in the, we bathe, we swim in the world of lies because truth is not a left wing value. It's a liberal value, but the liberals keep the left in power, and it's a conservative value. The amount of of stuff that you have to believe. This is, this is a totalitarian mindset, whether it is men give birth. Do you know that uh, medical schools now, are po- professors of medicine are apologizing for saying women give birth? Where was that piece? Did you send that piece to me? Wh- where was that uh, published? In Substack. Substack did? Uh, yes. So it was a UC uh, medical school. A professor uh, apologized for saying women give birth. They're supposed to say birthing person. If medical schools are not saying women give birth, the battle is truly uh, being lost for, for sanity, rationality, truth. It's mind-boggling. But you know who's waging the war against these professors? The young students who've been brainwashed. I mean, absolutely brainwashed. You can't say women give birth. You know how many medical students now think that? Medical students. I would say I, I would not want to uh, be a patient of a doctor who refused to say women give birth. Be, is it be an interesting thing that the, uh, the acceptance by women of this idea, the things that distinguish the female sex are now no longer distinguishing features of the female sex. Does it bother women? One of, one of the glories of womanhood in every culture in, in history was the ability to carry a child, but now it is not true that women carry children. Men carry children too. There you go. Men carry children. I warned when the same-sex marriage issue arose many years ago, I warned 
over and over that the issue was not same-sex marriage, that the issue was that gender doesn't matter. That was their that was the single greatest argument for the redefinition of marriage. Gender, which is the new word for sex, gender doesn't matter. So I said, gender doesn't matter? Really? No. I didn't predict that they would say men give birth, I admit. But I came close. Gender doesn't matter. There you go. There is no end. The reason there is no goalpost on the left is that there is no goal. The only goal is the tearing down of what currently exists. There is no other goal. The goal is some ephemeral world free of all inequity, which would mean, by definition, a totalitarian state. You can, you can only have equity by, by violence. There is no other possible way to achieve equity. This is the future as the left gains power. The amount that people have to tolerate, and now the latest, children will have to wear masks again at school. Will you now take your children out of school and homeschool them? Or send them to a school that does not demand it? What, I have to ask you parents, or grandparents who have money so that you can help your children finance uh, their lives if they have to take more time for their children. What exactly would it take for you to finally decide your child is being hurt badly by a regular private or public school? I never only pick on public schools. What would it take? Is that a fair question? Of course it's a fair question. Another year of not uh, uh, of not breathing normally, another year or how long, however long it will be, of not seeing other kids except their eyeballs. And you're okay with that? You can't say you're not okay with it and send the kid to school. Then you are okay with it. You are okay with something is determined by how you behave. 1-8 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. How much equity do you have in your home? 50,000, 100,000, more? Cybercrime experts are alerting homeowners that the more equity you have, the greater the chance foreign and domestic criminals will come after you. Home title theft is one of the fastest growing crimes. In fact, Home Title Lock America's leader in home title protection is alerting homeowners they could already be a victim and not know it. Here's how it goes down. First, cyber thieves search hundreds of public databases for high-equity homes. Next, they pull your home's online title, forge your signature stating you sold your home, and take out loans using your equity. You're not covered by insurance, your bank, or common identity theft programs. Protect your most valuable asset, register your address now to see if you're already a victim, and receive a complete title history of your home. A $100 value free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Yes, everybody, Dennis Prager here. 
when the media serves one party, you have uh, what you had in the Soviet Union, what you have in communist China, Cuba, etc. That is what we have in the United States. Uh, it's a fascinating, uh, truly fascinating. If you ha- if you don't care about the country, it's fascinating. If you care about the country, it's evil. So maybe for somebody looking in from a UFO coming from another civilization, it's just fascinating to watch the demise of the greatest country in the world, killed by half of its own citizenry, the left. Liberals are killing it as much as leftists are, but liberals don't believe what the left believes. If liberals stood up for their values, the country would be saved. That's where the battleground is. Well, conservatives have to fight. Liberals have to awaken to the fact that they support evil, and they won't. And I know why because they have been brainwashed into believing that the right is their enemy, not the left. So I I know liberals, and when I raise any given issue, yeah, oh boy, Dennis, are you kidding? You think think I support that? You think, of course not. Defund the police? What do you think? It's it's ridiculous. Just more innocent people will die. Okay. So why will you vote for the party that is for defunding the police? Well, who am I going to vote for? Trump? Who am I going to vote for? Republicans? Yeah, maybe if, you know, if Romney were the nominee, uh, then I would give it thought. I am now echoing what they say to me. They would say the same to you. They're interchangeable. That's exactly what they believe. Oh, yeah, but did you vote for Romney when he ran? No. So you would vote for Romney now. Uh, look, you know, I've said from the day I began lecturing and the day I began broadcasting and writing, I have contempt for humanity and love for humans. I really do. I, I mean, Good people are a glory to God. You know how you glorify God? A lot of religious people say that's the human task. You glorify God by being good. By the way, that is not uh, Prager 6-4. It's actually Isaiah. The holy God is made holy through righteousness. That, that's exactly what it is. Because good people are very rare. Nice people are very common. Thank God. I certainly prefer nice people to rude people in my daily interaction with others. But good people, good people fight evil. Good people don't retire from the battle for their society when it has given them so much in in, in particular. This is a charade. Do you understand what is happening in the house is a charade? We can't see what happened, and we can't have anybody inquire as to what happened because in an unprecedented move in American history, Nancy Pelosi denied the Republicans their choice. So we have two jokers. They're jokers. Adam Kinsler and Liz Cheney. 
Lynn Cheney, sorry, Lynn Cheney. Liz Cheney is not a joker, right? Lynn Cheney. Or is it Liz Cheney? One of the two. One's the mom and one's the daughter. This is the daughter. I was right in the first case. Might be a rare time that you, you might, uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll debate about it. So Liz Cheney and Adam Kinsler. If they were honest, see, they they should be Democrats. I would actually salute them if they became Democrats, but they know that if they became a Democrat, nobody would pay attention to them. The, their names would become immediately unused in the media. But as Democrats with an R, ah, then they are useful idiots for the left. That's what they are. Adam Kinsler and Liz Cheney are what the Soviets used to call useful idiots. Westerners who, in their naivete, supported the, the left. So those are the people on the committee. They're as interested in the truth about January 6th as I am interested. Well, I always try to come up with some silly analogy of something I'm not particularly interested in. The last one, I think, was bean production in Uruguay. No, Paraguay. Bean production in Paraguay. So I'll, I'll stick with that. By, by the way, I, I mean, I, I hate to belabor the point, frankly, but I think I'm more interested in bean production in Paraguay than they are in the truth of January 6th because they actively suppress it. I don't actively suppress the truth about bean production in Paraguay. So there is no analogy. I don't know what I actively suppress. I ended the last segment by telling you, by asking you, actually, what would it take for you to finally get your kids out of the cesspool known as as most schools in this country? Cesspool. I hate using the term. Do you understand? I revere the concept of school. I revere the concept of teacher. I was raised in the Jewish tradition that puts the teacher on the same level as a parent. But the left has ruined the word teacher. I assume you are a left-wing fool if I hear you're a teacher. Now, I know that some teachers are wonderful, truly wonderful. I know that. I'm just telling you what I assume based on the average principal teacher from, from elementary school through graduate school. They've corrupted the profession of teaching because leftists ruin everything they touch. But now, you will still send your kid, wear a mask, you five-year-old? No masks in Sweden for kids the entire year. Not one kid died. Not one kid in Sweden. Why is that? Or does that not matter to you? Of course it doesn't matter to you. Not you, you individually listening. Some of you, it matters. You, the American people, it doesn't matter because the, uh, the NBC, ABC, and CBS, and NPR didn't report that no kids in Sweden died. If they ever reported Sweden, well, Sweden had a bigger death rate than Denmark and Norway and Finland. Right, that's the only thing that you hear. Send your kid to be masked? 
One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. During the break, please note again it's fundraising month for PragerU. We need your help to help this country. PragerU.com, 833-PRAGERU. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Hi, everybody. I want to bring to your attention... A book, Black History, 1619 to 2019, an illustrated and documented African-American history. The book is up at DennisPrager.com. It is, among other things, beautifully printed, which matters a lot to me, just as a matter of uh, interest to you. My next volume of my Rational Bible, five-volume commentary on the first five books of the Bible, is delayed a year because of the uh, lockdown effect on getting things. And in this case, the paper that I have asked my book be printed on. So it's been delayed a year, unfortunately. But that's how adamant I am that good paper be used. I I, I know it sounds silly to many of you. I don't think it is. The uh, toilet paper that most uh, books now are printed on is an insult, in my opinion, to literature. Anyway, that's not uh, the the most important point of this book. The most important point is that we need desperately a uh, a non-woke history. And I have the two authors on. I'm going to find out where they are in the country right now. Sandra Yoakum is founder and president of the Yoakum African American History Association. Francis Rice is co-founder of the association. And uh, they also have academic backgrounds and military backgrounds. Now, uh, first of all, Francis Rice, where are you now? I'm in Sarasota, Florida. How are you, Dennis? I'm well, thank you kindly. And Sandra Yoakum, where are you? I'm in Medina, Ohio, which is near Cleveland. Which one of you did I meet? Francis. Here in Sarasota, I met you in Sarasota when I spoke there a few months ago. That's right, and I so I was very impressed with your work, obviously. So it's a delight to have you both. And what is the aim of this book? Sandra, take it away. Go ahead, Francis. That's great. You each have deferred to the other. Uh, That was a very charming moment in my radio career. I, you know, if I didn't interrupt, I wonder how long that would go on. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sure. Uh, my aim 
when I started to do the research, was really to present some amazing stories to some of the kids that I was working with. I was working with a, an underprivileged group um, in an after-school mentoring program, and they did not know the history of some of their amazing leaders uh, from the black community. And I just thought that, it, that they should really know those folks and be proud of the achievements that these people have made. So that's what spurred you to do it because you felt they were, if I may use the word, ignorant of, in effect, their own history. Well, that is partially right. I wrote to 14 black leaders in August 2015 asking for how could we make changes in the black community and maybe stop generational poverty. And Francis was the only one that actually wrote back. And from our association, um, she asked me would I be interested in writing some lesson plans. Um, it started out as a civil rights, but then we just sort of morphed into the wide range of history that is not, I can tell you, in public school history books, because I'm still substitute teaching, and I go into those rooms and I look into history books, and I know it's devoid of these incredible stories. So that was the, uh, what inspired me, and Frances, she had uh, similar inspirations, and I'll let her uh, share those. Frances? Yes, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, during the 40s, 50s, and the 60s, and I experienced what uh, was going on in those communities, and I just thought that uh, when I saw what was happening lately with uh, the critical race there, they were mis- interpreting and misreporting what happened, and I knew the truth, and I asked Sandy if she could uh, write the lesson plans, and she spent two years of original research and wrote 14 lesson plans, and we used those uh, lesson plans as the the meat of the book that uh, we wrote together, and we found at the Yoakum African American History Association, and you can visit our website and see the lesson plans, and you can see videos and uh, the PowerPoints and the teacher's guide. So is it fair to say that this is, whether intended or not, an antidote to the 1619 project? We started our project uh, back in 2016 when she began to research, and we knew nothing about Right, no, no, I agree with you. This had nothing to do with it then, but could it be described as that today? Absolutely. I believe it could. Okay, good. All right, we'll be back in a moment with both of you. The book... Uh, is up an illustrated uh, black history, 1619 to 2019, an illustrated and documented African-American history. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal up to 600 thousand ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. 
Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I have the uh, two authors of a very important book because there are so there are so few objective books, at least recently published, with regard to black history. Because the the agenda is to smear the United States. The, the, there's no interest in blacks by these people who write these books. There's an interest in smearing the United States and using blacks to do so. So here are two black scholars who've written Black History. 1619 to 2019, an illustrated and documented African-American history. And it's just fascinating to look at the the many photos. Let me read to you from the beginning here of their book and uh, go back to them and thank them. The life of many Africans arriving on slave ships and sold to southern plantation owners was particularly troubling. Some were whipped, raped, and treated as objects. Black slaves had to endure many great hardships. Many had to learn to read and worship secretly. Yet, as L. H. Welchel describes in History and Heritage of African American Churches, slave families and communities were very strong, religious, and resourceful. Some slaves had houses, some had rooms in a master's house, others lived in filthy barns. Cotton picking was the most labor-intensive occupation, but blacks learned many different skills like sewing, blacksmithing, and carpentry. This book is no apology for the evils that were uh, done to, uh, to, to blacks, but it is, it is a truthful book, and that is why I am ha- I'm having them on. I've had you on, and I want to I commend you uh, for this book. I asked you if it's an antidote to the 1619 project and you said well it was written even before that thing ever came out which is correct it was not written to be one but I am touting it as a truthful antidote to the lies of the 1619 project so let me give you each a final comment uh, on this we believe that uh, black history is American history and our quest is to bring forth, as you've just said, truthful black history so that we would know that American blacks participated in our founding and throughout American history, and their stories should not be lost or swept under rug for some political agenda. That and I would say that... that this is Sandra, gate, right? Yes. I would say right out of the gate, um, you know, the 1619 Project does, um, it is skewed when I'm talking about the American Revolution. In our book, we talk about the incredible people who were heroes of the American Revolution. Some were slaves, some were free free blacks, and with the purpose of uh, honoring our country, trying to gain freedom, and so I would say that, you know, unbeknownst to Francis and I, this is certainly an antidote to the 1619 Project. Well, okay. Francis Rice and Sandra Yocum, I thank you both. And folks, if you want your children to learn an objective history, two black scholars, these women, have written it. And it is up at DennisPrager.com. Thank you both for your work. Thank you, Thank you very much on. for having us. Yes, yes, my pleasure indeed.
many of you teach your kids, you know, through homeschooling or or simply supplement the propaganda they have at school uh, with truthful works. This might be a, a start in that direction. Anyway, with the mask mandate, as I mentioned earlier now, kids having to wear masks for which there is n- not only no zero uh, b- b- reason to believe scientifically that it helps them, there is much reason to believe it does not help them. Uh, certainly psychologically, but including uh, physically. I, mean, I just live every day. More terrible stuff. What is the latest? Uh, illegal alien has been banned? What does that mean, banned? You can't say it in a federal document? What, what, what is the, or if you're what? An employee. Or an employee? Let me, let me look at that, and I want to take some calls. 1-8 Prager 776. The, this, is, uh, this just came in, actually. Biden administration, let's see. Biden official orders immigration judges to stop using illegal alien term. I don't understand something. Is there anything that a president cannot order now? Well, what what is the difference between a dictatorship, other than longevity, and and the Biden administration? Uh, this is not meant as a cute question. Is there an answer? Can is there anything he cannot order? President Joe Biden's administration has ordered federal immigration judges to stop using the terms alien and illegal alien to describe illegal aliens living in the United States. On July 23rd, Acting Director of the Executive Office for Immigration Review, Gene King, appointed by the Biden administration in January, issued a memo titled Terminology that orders immigration judges and adjudicators to stop using the terms alien and illegal alien. I, I, I just don't, I, I'm not kidding. Why do they have the right to do that? You can, a, a president can tell, remember, judges are the third branch of the government. This is, the, this is, the, this is the bureaucracy. This is the acting director of executive. No, I... Uh, it's not Joe Biden himself. Okay, forget Joe Biden. It's his, his administration. I'm using it's Biden as interchangeable. Okay, the administrative state cannot tell a judge what language to use, okay? Unless my understanding of the division of powers in America is faulty, which it may well be. I'm not a constitutional scholar, but I don't understand how the executive can tell a damn thing to the judiciary. Can they tell them when to to go to the toilet? Judges will use toilets in the following hours. Why not? No, I, I forget the toilet question. I want to know how the administrative state tells judges what what English to use. Can they tell them to not use me as a subject? I, rather than me and my friend went to the park? The, 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 these, this is, it's, it's almost like a joke, but it's a bad joke. Okay, back in a moment, I'm Dennis Prager. All right, everybody, Dennis Prager here. Fred in Baltimore, Maryland, hello. Hi, Dennis. Hi. Um, you said the left is evil. 
Let me tell you my definition of evil. Three and a half million dollars in damage to the Capitol. 150 policemen injured. 80 of them injured seriously. Seven people dead. I think Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney are heroes because they want to know the truth. And I want to know the truth. I voted for Trump twice. You want to know the truth? So so what do you Would you like to... Are you troubled by the fact that thousands of hours of video are not being released? I saw thousands of hours of video during the impeachment. If, if you don't answer the question, we end the conversation. I don't understand I, what you're talking about. I, you, you don't understand that there are thousands of hours of video that are not being released by the Department of Justice? You, Tell me, what is there not to people. understand, Fred? What is there not to understand? If you deny that it's true, anything. say you I'll think it's you. a lie. I'll tell, I'll tell you what I don't understand. You going to listen? I want to know how a peaceful protest ended with 80 police officers. Okay, if you, it, okay you know what? This happens to every leftist. It happens. I know their tactics. And you should know your own tactics. I purposely take calls I differ with. And it's useless. I ask a question and then it is never answered. Never. Fred, you lied to me. You don't care about the truth of the event. Well, you shouldn't have hung up because I would have wanted your response. He hung up. I don't blame him for hanging up, to be honest. See, this happens all the time. If you ever find yourself in a debate with someone on the left, do not let them avoid the questions, and you don't avoid their questions. That's it. Thousands of hours of what happened are being hidden from the American people. All right? That's just a fact. And that should be troubling. If you say you care about the truth, that's it. Simple as that. So we will we will have to deal with a, a country that is accepting that the truth may never come out. As I said, I think if the Republicans gain control of Congress, the Democrats will destroy those videos. I very rarely make predictions. That would be one of them. Male-female hour is coming up. A particularly interesting guest, the current Miss Tennessee, which uh, is uh, perfectly appropriate for the male-female hour. A lot of interesting questions to ask. Stay tuned.